Hey guys, it's Keith. And this is Jesse. This is New Player as Giovanni. A podcast about the video games people love and why they love them. Today we are bit bopping and stop cropping and we're talking about Tetris. Uh, <laughs> I was like, where is this going? Bit bopping, cropping, lopping, topping. Yeah. Uh, talking about the, everybody's favorite Soviet Union game, Tetris. Yeah. it's uh, We go into the history of it. We go into Jesse the kind of the... job. He does oh, all thank study. you. Oh, thank all the you. Yeah, I did a lot of, so I did a lot of studying. Roll, a lot of studying. Let's just jump in. Let's do it. This is New Players Join. Bop, bopping. Bop, bopping. Bop, bopping. Oh, wait, what are you currently playing? Oh, I was going to bring this up. I should oh, what do you got? This up. You should talk about what you're playing so I can find this game. Well, the, my problem is that I, I already talked about beating Hades, and I have literally... I've just have you playing, not been playing anything else? I've been uh, doing my second run of Persona 5 Strikers still, which is, you know, fun, and I love it, but I do need a new game, and I keep trying to figure out what that new game's going to be. Okay. So you know what Returnal is? Wait, return. All right, we've we've officially reached the first game on PlayStation. Where's two for mm-hmm. one's for you that I think I'd want to see you play because oh. I know you've played this game for fucking hours. Mm-hmm. But this other one is Returnal, and Returnal is going to be like the first real next gen game. Okay, on PlayStation Five, and you um, want to see me play it? No, I want to see you play this other game. Oh, is uh they made the road or whatever MLB the road. Okay, yeah. For or the show? For the show, right. Yeah. The show. Um, they said with the PlayStation 5 controller, he's like, it's ruined other baseball games for me. Interesting. They're like, because the control and the feeling of like when you hit, when you hit. Yeah, a, it like actually feels like you're hitting like, the ball. They're like, you know when you hit a, uh, a home, home run. run. Like yeah. You can feel it in your hands Ooh. when you do it and stuff like that. So I would be like, oh, if you're like, I know you love baseball. That's interesting. So it'd be like, people are like, it's still the show it's probably not going to be updated in this way or that way but they're like just playing it now is like beyond fun um but checking out returnal because i've been clearly guys been listening to me i'm like every new game that comes out i'm like i don't trust you yeah it's like it's official it's like whatever i don't get i don't try to get hyped anymore on stuff yeah which is kind of sad and depressing there's just too much letdown that keeps happening returnal's coming out Everyone who's like played it is like, this game's legit. Mm-hmm. The concept of it's like legit. It's very much like a Groundhog's Day sort of situation. Like you die and you like you come back. So, um, so we got Hades too. No, and I hate. I mean, <clears throat> this kind of hits more of the Death Stranding vibe. Oh, okay. To me, and it kind of feels that way. Of like she's cut. She's like an astronaut, but she's mm-hmm. weapons. But it's like everything's like next worldly sort okay. of things like that. So. So it's got a sci-fi bend to it. Right. And people are doing previews for it. Like Resident Evil in this game, I think, are really gonna be like, okay, I'll like play my PlayStation 5 now. So this game is a uh like a third person like action third adventure. Person action adventure game that's like has mystery and the voice acting, the story seems it's like um really, really good Gears of War. Okay. Is how I would describe it. Interesting. Basically. Because I loved playing Gears yeah. of War. I thought it was entertaining. I thought it was fun, the gameplay or what have you. But it's like the first game that I've looked up. I'm like, oh, okay, that looks great. Yeah. Because Outriders looks boring. All these other games that have come out, I'm kind of like, I don't 
Yeah, there's a lot of just like rehashing of old stuff on the PS5 that's yeah. set to come out. I got. I think I'm going to try to play Resident Evil Seven mm-hmm. to get ready for uh, the Village or what have you. Have you never both played first Resident Evil Seven? I played like a demo. Yeah, but I know people are like the game's great, and I think it's only like six hours long. It's like not long at all. Uh, yeah, apparently. I've heard it's a fantastic game. Yeah, uh, no, I we haven't checked the length it. of it. Yeah, but. Uh, so here's here's the thing that I've that I had forgotten about the PS5 that blew my mind in a negative way. Right. There's no internet browser on it. I think there is, but you have to go look for it. You have or to something. like somebody said you have to like go sign in to the so because they want you to be able to like tweet and share stuff. So you have to like go to the Twitter part of it. Okay. And then click on a link on Twitter to get wow. out of it. Okay. And then that'll open a browser. Otherwise there's no way to find it. I was just like, this is the most asinine thing. I think a lot of people were using PlayStation as a way to stream things illegally. Yeah. And I think since it's a different operating system, there's not really much you can combat for things yeah. like that, I guess. I'm assuming or whatever. It's just, it's just so interesting to me that it's like that seemed like a huge step backwards. Yeah, I don't. There's a lot of things about the PlayStation Five, and I apologize. There's something in my throat, guys. Yeah, and it can't come out no matter how much water I drink. And I don't know what it is. I, the the idea of like it won't come out versus it can't come out is very funny. Like it is it not allowed. I out. am trying to get it out of my throat, uh, so I kind of sound whatever groggy or what have you. Um, no, there's lots about the PlayStation Five where the PlayStation Five isn't a letdown but you're kind of like i expected more it's like it's it's lit this the playstation console and xbox console have reached the iphone wall oh where it's like every new iteration is not impressive because the diminishing return thing let's hype it up we got this we got that but when you look at it overall you're like yeah it was fine yeah that got hyped up huge yep huge like all as i and i don't know how much it goes to pandemic People might be thinking I'm wrong because I go on the internet and people are like, we got all these games you play on the PlayStation 5. And I'm like, those are PlayStation 4 games. Yes. I I mean, <laughs> to me, the big PS5 thing is like the controller is amazing. The controller is it. The the way That's the big thing. The way it becomes like this responsive part of you. It becomes right. it becomes like a, an extra appendage on you to be like, I understand how this thing is moving and functioning. Right. Is really very amazing. Right. And then there's that, which is great. And like, I get it. Keith, like, this is what happens with every console. This is what they do. You have to wait. But I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. The games we're waiting on are playing Grand Theft Auto V on yeah. PlayStation 5 again. Playing Red Dead Redemption on PlayStation 5. Like, they're just rehashing yes. shit so it runs smoother. So that's why I don't get so... So amped about it. Amped. Anything. That's why I'm like, Return will be cool. The Village will be dope. Yeah. So I'll start to ramp up to it. But this whole time has been kind of like, yeah, whatever. It, it's so necessary, I feel like, for... Uh, especially for PlayStation, PlayStation at this point, to not just have rehashing or not even have sequels, to have new games, new ideas, new ideas, because new interesting things. Like, what are the biggest PlayStation games that come to your mind in the last ten years? I don't know. So there's obviously like the big ones, like The Last of Us, right. Metal Gear Solid, or whatever. But yeah, it's the idea that a uh, innovation for the PlayStation is like going away. Yeah. Other than the controller. And just the games are like, we are going to remake what everybody knows. We're going to do the Marvel thing of just like, you guys already know what this is. Let's like make a game for this. And it takes five years to make or whatever. I just feel like it's so much more beneficial for all of these companies, for PlayStation, for Xbox, for the the game developers, for everybody to just be like, 
we're going to start something. I mean, listen, you can't have The Last of Us unless Naughty Dog goes, we're doing something completely different. Right. You are... The PlayStation is a movie theater. Yes. And the movies are the games. Yeah. You can put in nice fucking chairs. You can bring us waiters and bring us food or whatever. Is the movie I'm watching... Is it Godfather 3 again 10 times? No, I hate this now. I don't want to go to the movie theater anymore. And, like, that's how important games are. So you just... We need something different. So, I I don't know. The reaction to Death Stranding was not positive. No. In my opinion. And I'm like, the dude tried something different, and you all shat all over him. And that's why, like, when Cyberpunk came out, people were automatically shitting over it. I'm like... We're never going to try anything ever again. Like, that's mm-hmm. where my brain goes. I'm like, if everyone just says this is bad before even, like, the dust settles or whatever, it's right. like, this will never happen again. If everything becomes a slam dunk contest, we'll never get to actually look at the work. It'll right. always just be like, who can write the, the meanest review the fastest? Right. And that's why, like, when the Avengers game comes out, the Avengers game has to be a slam dunk. Yeah. It has to be... A sl- it has to be biggest IP in, in gaming the, and movie in history. the world oh, right now. Yeah. Like, yeah, just fucking huge. It has to be a hit. You didn't make it a hit. How did you do that? You spent how many years on it? Right. And you still fucked it up. It's it's on me as a consumer. We're the ones that lose. The investors yeah. are rich people who are just like, oh, I took a hit or whatever. Yeah. Like we lose as hobbyists, enthusiasts, hardcore gamers, we casuals. We lose. We don't get to enjoy the things that we should easily get to enjoy. Right. So that's why I saw Returnal. Excited. Gonna play that. Yeah. Doing it. There you go. All right, guys. Hey, welcome to New Players Join. Podcast with video games people love and why they love them. them. We're going back. We're going way back. We're going back to before I was born. Before I was born. This guy's still alive. He is still alive. Uh, I think I'm throwing this out there. Mm -hmm. I'm completely wrong. Don't trust me. This dude's KGB. Uh, This is KGB. (laughs) I don't think he's not KGB. Keith, let's uh, let's talk about it. What game are we talking about? Tetris. Today? We're talking about the Tetris. Original. What are these shapes trying to tell me? What Invade are... Ukraine? What? <laughs> what are these? What are these shapes trying to tell me? I heard that Vladimir Putin has put up a bunch of uh, tetraminos ah. along the border to Crimea. So, just something just to be aware. Something just satellite throw out there. Satellite images. A lot of these random. <laughs> A lot of these random uh, four-part shapes have been gathering along the Crimea Peninsula. Right. I mean, we're making these jokes, but mm-hmm. I genuinely wonder how many people Tetris has turned insane. Oh, let's so let's let's go into it. Let's talk about it. Just, let's discuss Tetris. We've talked about Tetris before. We've talked about the new Tetris with the right, uh, which I, I'm certainly touched on who made it and all that sort of stuff. I, not even we didn't. Like, I looked him up and everything before. Do you, do I remember. You have, okay. Do you have the full story of how this game came to be spread? I have my my hot flashes. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I get it, but I probably blacked out for four years and then yes. came came to or whatever. This dude was a scientist guy. Yeah, computer engineer computer scientist. Computer engineer scientist dude who liked, what are they called? Triominoes? Diominoes? He liked um, boxes that can turn into different shapes and uh, stuff like that. Pen- Pentraminos, which are five shaped things. He used to do puzzles with them. By the way, his name is uh, Alexei uh, Pajitnov. Yeah, so I I knew it was the most Russian thing. Oh, it's great. I, it, was, great it was either name. name was Alexei or only you get the gun. It yeah. was either of those. <laughs> either of those. But I'm going to get all my Russian jokes out for his, today. His guys. name was Alexei or mm-hmm. it's too cold to eat this borscht. Um, it, 
it's crazy because when we look people up like this, dude's only like 60. Yeah. He was young. He was fucking young he was like when he young did this. 20s. And it freaks me out when I read about people who mm-hmm. are born in the USSR. Like that genuinely fucks yeah. with my brain. Because in our heads, we're like, it was a thing a long time ago with Stalin. And it was like, no, it's like your dad's friend. Yeah. <laughs> it's no. like from USSR. You and I were both born into the Cold War. Yeah, like right as it was slowly ending, it was like it was, we came out. It was like uh, nicely ramping up when I was born. Right. And then uh, Chernobyl accelerated the downfall right. of the USSR. So, and here we are. So I know the story vaguely because I also looked up who was the best uh, Tetris player yeah. in the whole world and I looked that up and that sort of thing. Yep. And Tetris is one of those games that they just fucking gave people. Yeah. China tried to like technically own it and Dude. things like, like it's, this is a deep, deep, deep okay. thing with Tetris. I'm going to go into the history of Tetris so that okay. we can all understand. I'm not going to use names because I wasn't able to hold on to any of them because they're like four big players. I assume they're all dead with bullet holes in the back of the right. That's what I assume. You'd be amazed how they're not. So <laughs> this dude, uh, Alexi, is in the USSR, and he's working at uh, a governmental agency. And he, basically his plan is he's like, I want to create a game for the computer that shows people that computers are not intimidating, that they're friendly things that we can all just get on so board video with. games didn't exist video games didn't really exist especially like computer games like. i mean so he made this for the computer and computer games existed in uh you, you know at this point atari was out this is the 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 early to mid 80s and personal computers are like becoming a thing in a way that's like they're way too big. They're, there's way too Only many Only rich people have up. them, and they just kind of sit in your room. You don't really know what you're doing. Yeah. With so this guy's like, I'm going to make... He's He is trying to do in the Soviet Union what Steve Jobs is trying to do in America, to be like, look at this user interface. Look at how friendly it is. Right. Look at how non-intimidating this is. He likes um, Petromino's, Petrun, I don't know, whatever it is, five five uh, tiled shapes, and he loves doing puzzles with them where you try to get them to fit. If somebody explained to this guy what D&D was, he would have quit everything. Everything. Would, everything. Every, everything. If he, played, if he had played Ultima on a Japanese right. computer, he'd have been gone. Not EverQuest, never yeah. talk to any of you ever again. But he's like, okay, so I want to make this game that's a puzzle game that's simple to play. The uh, the permutations of a five-tiled uh, shape are right. way higher than a four. And so he was like, fuck this. We're going to have, you know, seven shapes, four four tiles, just because the computer can't handle it otherwise. And so he makes this puzzle game where these shapes fall at random down to the bottom, and you have to arrange them in a, in a way that makes them line up. And then if you get a full bar, they disappear and you get points. And he's like, that's the whole game. And they make this game. And everybody who plays it is immediately hooked. Fucking everybody who plays it. Is that it. how boring that time was? No yes. offense to Tetris people. Yes. But like I turn even as a child, I turned it off after like five minutes. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't care. So nobody's ever seen anything like this. So there's this uh, British investor, mm-hmm. and he shows up in the Soviet Union, and he's talking to these people, and he sees this game. He plays it. What was he touring? These are our dolphins that can read your mind. Yeah. Here's Tetris. <laughs> this is a bear with this gun. Is a bear with guns. That shoots a smaller bear with a bigger gun. <laughs> so everything's going on. Uh, or, sorry, I should I should preface this before right. this guy even goes there. 
this dude in the USSR makes oh. this game, and he says, I want people to play this because all I really want to do is make something that people love. And so he's like, we got to get this out uh, out of the Soviet Union. Right. The governmental agency he works for is like, that's great. Intellectual property is not a concept in the Soviet Union. All things belong yeah, to the state. Su- you're super American. If you yeah. have ideas, you have to move out of the USSR. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, this is not happening. So It's their idea, not yeah. your idea. It's their idea, so communism. They're, they're like, we have ownership over everything you've done. Mm-hmm. We do not feel like make, trying to make this a product. Right. So he talks to a friend of his to smuggle a copy of his game out. the most Russian shit out. ever. This is, it doesn't stop, guys. So... He sends him and his supervisor send a copy to Hungary. And from there, people in Hungary start playing it, or one guy in Hungary starts mm. playing it. And he's like, this is a legitimate thing. Right. So he makes bootleg copies of it and he sends it out all over. Right. So that's when this British guy gets a hold of it. And this British guy is like, this is something that I can sell. I want you, everybody, to listen because. I'm making tons of Russian jokes. Yeah. I'm making tons of USSR jokes. And you're like, man, back then it was crazy. This is still going on today. Yeah. This shit is like, you make something in Russia, Russia's like, it's not yours, it's ours. Yeah. That's how it works. There's a guy who plays for the Pittsburgh Penguins. People have Penguins fans. We have a lot of Penguin fans who listen to us. Evgeny Malkin is like their second best player behind Sidney Crosby, who's like the next Wayne Gretzky. This dude had to escape yes. from his own fucking hockey team. From Russia. He literally was eating dinner with his friends. Like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And he never came back. Yeah. He had to run away because they realized you have worth. You're from Russia. No, we want to make money off of you. Yeah. You don't get to fucking leave to go to America. Yeah. Vladimir Putin, just another dictator. So, <laughs> so this guy gets a hold of it in London and he reaches out to Alexei in the USSR. And Alexei and his supervisor are sending faxes back and forth with information, being like, this is what we'd want to Again, do. This is this is Tetris, not nuclear codes. This is right. Tetris. On facts. <laughs> On facts. In 1984. And so they're like, yeah, we would love to sell this. And the British dude is like, got it. That's an okay. You just gave me licensing rights, which they did not. I know, shocking that somebody from the United Kingdom would be like, I own something from a different country that I don't actually own. <laughs> Isn't it funny how all the personalities are fucking real? Just it's like, matching you up. from America, you're going to be stupid and yeah. confident. You from Great Britain, it's yours. Yeah, you're going to take whatever Russia, you can. Russia, you have to make sure no one looks at your secrets. Yeah, so they don't realize that this dude is taking their faxes mm-hmm. as licensing agreements, which they are not. They told this guy, like, yeah, we want you to make mm-hmm. this computer game. And this guy was like, got it. I own the rights to this game right. in general. So the British developer goes to the U.S. He goes to uh, this convention, I think in Vegas, where he has people playing the Nintendo game. Nintendo doesn't exist. Right Nintendo now. does. Nintendo's oh, starting to... Oh, right, it's 1984. Okay, yeah. They'll come into this. So the British developer goes to the U.S., goes to Vegas, and he has everybody playing the game. And he's like, who would like to buy the rights to make this game for consoles? Mm-hmm. And everybody... Jumped on. Everybody is like, this game is addictive as fuck we got to sell this. Because what's your what's your equivalent at that time? Pong? Yeah. Like Pong, that is... That's it. That's it. And then you have this Tetris thing. Yeah. That so you can play by yourself. So Tetris, like... Is one of the first video games you can play by yourself? 
You can I play Pong so. with anyone else, with by yourself. You can play it against a computer, I think, oh, but okay. I don't know if it was. Yeah. Any, I mean, there are games you can play by yourself on the Atari, no problem. Okay, never mind. But this is a step up in uh, in control and graphics, and right. just in like playability in mm-hmm. general. Puzzles. Yeah. yeah. So he starts selling the rights to this game to companies in Europe and in the U.S. The U.S. is like, this is a problem. No Soviet thing has ever been owned by will, will ever sell in america or in right. the western market because we're all so anti-soviet union we got those fucking jeans and they are pissed off about it. yeah it's all it was denim they were fucking jeans why don't we have jeans that's all it was <laughs> so they're like okay this one company goes we're gonna have a complete overhaul of this mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna lean hard in a new direction okay so they rush in the fuck out of tetris they're like we're gonna put in this folk song. There is no, there is no music. Keep in going, the Jesse. What else are they? They're doing? gonna, we're gonna have the Russian palaces Your on the cover. Tetris's first son has to enter the war. Yeah, like it's every you don't. <laughs> whenever you get a high score, the only name you can enter is Czar. Whatever it is. So they're just like, we're going to really go for this. We're gonna make it like a different part of the world. This right. is a Russian, a Soviet game, and so they do that. The game sells. So well. It sells incredibly well. And it sells incredibly well as an American product. Right. They say made in the USA oh. based on work from somebody in the Soviet Union. Steven Steven. Alexei never gets money. any credit. Yeah. Russia gets almost because no, they were like, we'll take some little money for a computer licensing fee. So Oh my God. So the USSR has <laughs> No idea what's going on. They don't know people are playing this game. So this game is now making money hand over fist. It's winning tons of awards under the guise that it's an American game with a Russian theme. So the British guy, he needs more legal backing to keep doing what he's doing, right? So he has to contact the original creators in Russia to get an official contract finally. Only now... The Soviet Union has caught on to the fact that, that people are owe, playing a Soviet game. Yeah. And so a higher up answers the phone when the British guy calls and is like, new contract, royalties, different games in town. And the guy's kind of like, okay, I guess I have to go it along with this. It went from I'm fucking over this dumb scientist to like, oh, I could get murdered now. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's like, because they're like, we want to sell you. He's like, I want to buy the licensing rights or they're like, we want to sell you the licensing rights. And this guy's like the licensing rights that I already assumed that I owned that I've been selling that I have been selling to other people. Fucked. Fucked. So the guy who made this game doesn't see a single cent from the millions of copies that are being sold. Normal artists do. Yeah. They just get fucked out of everything. But the USSR government is like, fine, give us some money for the licensing agreement and you can uh, go keep making the computer game. Right. That was the agreement, like, keep making the computer game. So from there, tons of companies are now selling Tetris in different markets across the world, and they all think they have the legal rights because this British distributor has been lying the whole time about owning the IP. So the Soviets have only agreed to license to computer games. And now Famicom. Okay. Nintendo Entertainment System. Yeah. Atari. What's all China's? These, I don't know what China's is. Okay, cool. But they're all selling Tetris on right. consoles all over the... Like, millions okay. of copies. So if you have... A, um, 
a Nintendo NES copy of Tetris, that's a bootleg. Interesting. So it's everywhere. Nintendo now decides that it wants to make a handheld version right. on the Game Boy. Mm-hmm. Handheld licensing is different. This is when shit gets popping. Yeah. You think pop? You think shit's popping now? You wait till the Game Boy comes out. The, it, it changes everything, but it needs a new agreement for handheld licensing. And so people are kind of starting to figure out that, like, this British guy's not on the up and up. So now there's the British guy. Now there's this Dutch dude who works out of Japan. And I forget what the third company is. It might be the, the Chinese company. Mm-hmm. Are all like, we want to meet with the people in the USSR about getting handheld information. Right. Like, this China company is like, this is our game. And other companies yeah. like, this is our game. So everyone's fighting over, like, who's it owned by, right. basically. And the Russian or the Soviet people in charge of this are kind of starting to figure out that something is amiss. Mm. They schedule three meetings mm-hmm. on the same day. Like, back to back to back. With all those three companies? With all these three people. And so, the first thing that happens is this Dutch guy from Japan shows up, and he's like, hey, I want to sell copies like we're selling on on the Famicom, the Nintendo Entertainment System, in a Game Boy. I immensely, you team up japanese people with dutch people yeah. i'm buying yes whatever it is yes whatever it is i'm buying <laughs> so the the soviet guy is like um he's like well it's just a computer game now and the and the japanese guy's like wait here right. first of all here is a copy of the nintendo entertainment system version of tetris you can have it and the guy's like this isn't legal. Right. He's like, and so they have a conversation. He's like, what do you mean it's not legal? Like, we got it sold. He didn't know that the shit yeah. was stolen. We got it sold to us by this British guy. And they're like, we're seeing that British guy in a second. We did not sell him the rights to wow. this. Wow. And this so. Is some shit. This, wait, where, are they in Russia? Yes. This British dude. Yes. Flew to Russia. Yes. To show up in Russian faces to be like, I stole your shit. He doesn't think they know. What the fuck are you thinking? So this great Japanese British guy, person. this Japanese guy gives the Russian dude the copy and is like, "You hold on to that. Oh my that's yours." God. He's like, "That's a good faith thing." Fuck that. And he's like, uh, "He's like, we've already made a bunch of copies of the Game Boy thing in advance because we didn't know." But he was like, "I want to do business with you. I'll drop a good offer." I play, next. Go ahead. No, what were you gonna I say? I played hockey with Russian mobsters. Like for, I'm not fucking <laughs> yeah. around. Like kids who are 22 would pull up to the ice rink in Ferraris. Yes. And I remember taking a slap shot a little bit too hard, too close to the goalie, and, and people standing up. Well, no, me genuinely being like, "Oh shit, are we good?" Yeah. Like my bad. Like that. Like this scare. They scare the yeah. shit out of me. <laughs> yeah. They were nice. Because I had give them any money or owe them anything, but I'm just saying in general, for you to be like, I'm going to go to Russia, yes. I stole something from this country that fucking has gulags and shit well, like that. What the fuck? He's British, dude. He's British. <laughs> in his mind, yeah, he's like, like we're, a, we're, the, we're the great, you know, oh, imperialistic colonizer, whatever. Nah, dude, you're America's cousin. They want to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> so first guy makes a very good impression with the, with the dudes from the Soviet Union. Yeah. And he leaves. Second guy comes in. He's like, I also want to buy the rights. I forget where this guy's from, but his father is Gorbachev's uh, is Gorbachev's biographer. Fucking of course. And so he's like, I'll just walk in. It won't be a problem. And blah blah blah. You're like, who's Gorbachev? Is that Russian dude with a stain on his head? Yeah, that's who it was. (laughs) So he comes in. He's talking to the Soviets, and he's just like, he's like, I'm confident that this is going to go well. And the Soviets are just like. 
you've been selling our product without our like licensing. You owe us millions and millions and, of dollars. Yeah, and the guy's like, what are you talking about? I have licensing. And they're like, you don't. And they explain the situation. The guy's like, oh. But I mean, you know, my family. <laughs> so he just... <laughs> Immediately, they're just like, we hate this Imagine dude. Imagine asking Russia people in my family. Yeah. <laughs> As a British person. This is not the British guy yet. This isn't the British person. This, this is, is not the British who guy Who is yet. this? I think this guy might have been from China. I forget where oh, this so even So the Chinese guy is or confused. He might have been Chinese or he might have been American. Oh, I honestly forget. This dude God. doesn't play much of a what role What a at all. scary mess. Then the British guy shows this up. Is after, this is after Chernobyl. Yes. What? No, wait, no, this is before Chernobyl. Or, I don't know, around the same time. <laughs> it's, it's fucking... It's they fucking, tried to hide a nuclear explosion in their yeah. own country, and you're fucking... <laughs> Sorry. Oh, it's so much. <laughs> so they meet with the British developer, and he's like, I can't wait to get this handheld contract. And they're like, right. And they show him the cartridge oh for the NES. Uh-huh. And they're like, you want to tell us what happened here? And he's like... Fuck. Oh, <laughs> my. How do you not think they're going to understand? You think all of Russia's under a fucking rock? How do you think? They, like, what do you think? What was his? Like, was Did he say why he didn't think they'd ever find out? I don't. I think that he told himself mm -hmm. that the faxes were legal documentation. I think he was willing to lie to himself and to the rest of the world about that. But if I have to guess, in the back of his head, he knows he's scamming yes, everybody. Yes, you have to know that. Yeah. So the Soviets are like, okay, we'll meet with you. Right. And they're like, we're going to have you sign a new contract, an official contract. And basically yeah. what they're saying is like, this is the amount of money you owe us now right. is in the contract. And so the dude's like, all right, fine. Like, I'll, we'll put this behind uh, mm -hmm. behind us, and we'll just move forward. And I'm like, great. Dude signs the contract. Dude didn't read the contract. The contract did not give him... How much money do you have at that point? He just handed it off to a lawyer, but any, anything. Any, I just... I think this dude went bankrupt after that. I mean, no, that did. totally makes sense. I'm just thinking in general terms, like you and I moving on through life, and these people being like, yeah, I made like $10 million yeah. off of scamming some dude. I'm like... Take your money and run and yeah. sign the contract and be done. Like, you don't I fucking guess. be like, nah, I'm well, right. They're all wrong. Well, this guy didn't even, f he was like, this contract says that I can sell the handheld, and but I owe them this much money. Dude. But the contract said you owe this much money and you cannot sell the handheld. Dude. It says you only get to sell the computer version, which at this point no one is playing because you have the console Take version. Take your money, get it in cash, fly to fucking Venezuela. This yeah. is the 80s, you would have gotten away with it. Yeah. So he signs the contract. He has no idea that he's just been edged out of the deal. This British guy's like, I'm set. And the Soviets are like, you're a fucking idiot. So the Soviets sold all the rights to Tetris licensing to Nintendo. There it is. The guy in Japan. This is it. They were like, we liked you. You're the only one who was shooting straight with us. Dutch dude from Japan. Yep. Doing it up. So the first thing they do with their new licensing agreement, what Keith. What do they do, Jesse? What do they make? Game Boy. They make a lawsuit against Atari for selling <laughs> Tetris. Oh, did they? And they Nintendo? win. Yeah, of course. Nintendo I mean, begins... Atari, we've talked about Atari at that point, was like the shittiest, yeah. scummiest company in the world. And Nintendo was the most uh, was the most litigious because right. they're suing everybody constantly. So they sue for copy, copyright infringement against Atari, and they win. Nintendo makes a huge sum of money selling Tetris on the Famicom, on the, on the NES, 
and the Game 200 Boy. 200 million copies sold is what I saw it's, because they just gave it almost away yeah. to people. So the British company who was uh, shady the entire time goes bankrupt. Right. And the creator of Tetris, after the fall of the Soviet Union... What does he do? They finally are able to give him rights to his creative property. The, the Union collapses... In 1996, he forms the Tetris Company mm-hmm. and starts making money right. off of Tetris. And they were like, are you mad that you didn't get any... Billions these, or whatever? Like billions, billions of, dollars. of dollars. Yeah, billions. And he says, no, nah, I was just happy because all I ever wanted was for people to love this game. Yeah, so his whole point to make Tetris is uh, to help with cognitive ability yeah. and all these other things. And I was talking to Caroline about it. It's funny... Because when I give Caroline the science or talk about the science, I'm like, it's like a yeah, no shit sort of yeah thing or whatever. Because she was talking about when you first start learning, you play Tetris, you were thinking in the front part of your brain. Your frontal lobe. So your frontal lobe. And you're like, how to problem solve. But eventually you get so comfortable with stuff, you don't think about it anymore. Yep. It's like the flow state. I brought up with her with like hockey. When you first play ice hockey, everybody's moving. There's so much shit going on. There's so many rules. You feel like you just have to know at like instinct and all this sort of shit. You get to a point you don't think anymore. You just kind of go and whatever. And this guy's like, I completed what I wanted to complete. Yes. And what you brought up is they basically gave us away. This is everyone's on Game Boy. They basically, I think like it was a free game on Game Boy. So you bought a Game Boy. You got got to have Tetris. The best Tetris player in the world only become the best Tetris player in the world because he, all he had was Tetris. Mm-hmm. And he's played it all day, every day. And the cool thing about Tetris, uh, for world gamers and they compete against each other, you have to play it on Nintendo. Yes. You have to have like the old, legit version of it. Because there are so yeah. many. Oh my God. So many different copies it, and versions of this game. And I'm certain he's getting royalties off yeah. of like all of it. Tetris holds the record for the most ported game in the history of gaming. F- fucking insane. It's wild. Fucking insane. It's just little blocks. It's yeah. little blocks and you keep you keep the whole right side of the row open for and that you, one and long. That one long. That's yep. all you do. The whole that's everybody's strategy. It's amazing to me how stuck in all of our subconscious Tetris is. Yeah. They do that song that song, fucking dude. song. Is that Russian? Was that we've talked it's about Russian that. It's a Russian folk song. Okay, Russian folk song. And so, like, they've done so many studies in and around Tetris. It right. has been used. Tetris has been used as a as a tool to help people who are dieting. I know they show it to monkeys. They give Tetris to fucking monkeys. Yeah. See if they can problem solve. There's a there's a there's a thing. I think it was at MIT where they're like, we want to see cognitively what happens to people when they play this for like four hours a day. Right. And so they had. Uh, psychological test with students every single student who played tetris came back and said the same thing unprompted i had dreams about the shapes all night so like it just gets burned into people's retinas and they every single person who took part in the in the study was well, like i was well, dreaming well of this. what are you doing right Stress release. Yeah. Stress release. Stress release. You were like, oh, it could all be over at any time. Oh my God, all those rows are gone. Yeah. Like, it's this thing of, I can't control a lot in my life, but it's like immediate success. Yes. Immediate. The numbers almost don't matter. It's how long you can play the fucking game until it's just like over. You and almost don't care what the score is. And they have mathematicians who try to figure out, is it possible to play a game of Tetris infinitely? Mm-hmm. And they have disagreements about it because, like, if you play this version, yes, it's possible. If you play this version, no, it's not possible because different versions have different, Interesting. different rule sets. Because there's right. one that's like you can only get 
this many shapes without a straight line, which is like the key to the whole game. And other versions change that. So crazy when you think of just so fucking nuts how many studies and shit's being done yes. in just a fucking video game. Just on puzzles. There have been different mechanics that got introduced. There was one game that was like the whole point is how how quickly can you clear a bunch of rows. Right. And they had a game that had this system where it's like you can you can turn the Tetris piece in the air. Mm. As it's falling, you can control the the fall rate and all this. There's, if you press down on it and it mm. falls quickly, it's a hard drop. If you just let it float down, that's a soft drop. Mm. And there's one version of the game where if you spun it, it would stop dropping for as long as you spun it. So people would just be hitting right or left constantly, trying to look at the screen and figure out where they wanted to put huh. it. It's and everybody cheating, in my opinion. And everybody was like, "That's cheating. That breaks the game." And yeah. they're like, "It does." Except that this particular version is all about the speed of it. So you're sacrificing your score on the time to be able to. Mm. So there's like all sorts of weird little trade-offs. You know, when mm. we talked to, uh, with Mono about the new Tetris, you could create a silver or gold block depending on how you put pieces in order on the right. screen that you could get rid of. This game is massive, mm-hmm. and it's the most simplistic game I've ever seen. Right, but it's huge now. Like I'm trying to think what it's you pop think, culture equivalent of Tetris, and I can't think of anything. They wanted to make a Tetris movie. They wanted to make. I should. I should. I should step back. That was after what Battleship and Pixels. Pixels. They wanted to make a Tetris uh, trilogy as movies. And in, like, 2016, they were like, yeah, we got this all set to go. Futurama already did all this shit. Yes. And it was only funny for two minutes, and yes. it was over. There's not enough. There's no, no story. No, there's no story. There's nothing you can blow from. That's why it's like, you blew up my battleship. It's like, what yeah. is this? Why is Rihanna in this? Why are we talking about this board game? Here we are with Monopoly. Liam Neeson, they I think. to make a Monopoly video yeah. game. Remember all these board games and all these uh, all these old Atari games. Like, I heard they made a movie about the the E.T. video game. That fucking blew my mind. They made a movie about it? No, I'm kidding. Oh, I'm like, I wouldn't I was, be shocked if there was, like, some indie movie about it or whatever. I was making the joke that the video game was the catalyst for the movie. Oh, that makes sense. Dumb joke. I'm keeping it in. <laughs> I, uh, but it's everywhere now. And it's become seared into our brains as a piece of pop culture that everybody just understands. We, um... I, I remember doing a sketch about Tetris when I was in college. Yeah. I forget what the premise was. It was I just that it was great. <laughs> I I think it was really simply Guys, that, I got this Tetris sketch and it was immediately no, being like, yeah, college, great guys. I, I remember what it, you're not wrong. I remember what it was. It was uh just a bunch of roommates hanging out and somebody was like, Kyle, did you leave your Tetris game on? And I was like, mm-hmm. Yeah, why? And then just a bunch of dudes in Tetris shapes just started like slowly creeping into the room. Just being like, God, oh, fuck, Tetris shapes are in our apartment now. Very stupid. We all watched Conan at Yeah, time. yeah. <laughs> we all know. But, like, no explanation necessary to, to the audience. Like, no, everybody, everybody knows, knows Your grandfather knows Tetris. what Tetris is. Yeah. They might kind of know who Mario is, the most famous video game character of all time, but they know what Tetris they is. They absolutely Absolutely do. know what Tetris is. Old people play Tetris. Fucking Young Soviet people play Tetris. Game. I wonder how many... Old people just fucking rocking Tetris 64. No, what is it called? Battle Royale Tet... What is that? Oh, Tetris yeah, Tetris 99. 99. 99 that fact that that was the biggest Battle Royale game in like a year of Battle Royale and everybody's like, no, just Tetris. Just tons of people play Tetris. Yeah. You find out you're the best Tetris player in this Battle Royale or whatever. It's fucking wild. Yeah. Uh, constantly gets noted as one of the most addictive video games at all time. So many competitions, so many world records. I'm bringing this back to the study thing. Yeah. If you did something for four hours a day, every day, mm-hmm. wouldn't you also think about it 
frequently. I think so, but is it because the shapes are stuck? It's the here? shapes it's the monotonous are so, just constantly yeah. doing it over and over and over and over. It's and like over it's again. so simple, right? Right. It's just these four tiled shapes, and you know what they are, right? Right. You know the Z's. You know the square. You know the it tells line. Happen for it happens. You know the else. Like you get it, right? So you're just seeing the simplistic repeated pattern even though it's not technically a pattern your right. brain is like i will find a pattern in this and it just sticks with you time trader is what they should call it time, yeah <laughs> it before all these vi- like it was before real sit down video games this is like fucking addiction it was you know what i mean like this is a this was the first sign that video games were going to be a massive thing like yeah. pong was like holy shit this is it's cool this is possible yeah. and then tetris was like oh we didn't realize right like pong is cigarettes right iphone or uh, game boys were the first iphones of just like kids would yeah. just put their heads down and just play them just non-stop it's hours. Like adults i assume just too, at this point hours yeah Game Boy blew it up like you wouldn't believe. It was massive. I mean, I even remember being little, and this is how much like the Game Boy non-color didn't impress me as a kid. Like, yeah. I guess that's how separated I was that like I could barely play the Game Boy because I was like too small. Yeah, no color or whatever. I'm like, I'd rather go play my NES or my Sega or but something. But I like would that. play it in road trips all the time, uh, and I would do that thing where I you're get, hovering near I get the sick in the car if I look down. I would too. No, no, and I would Jesse, do it anyway. <laughs> I wouldn't throw up. I would just get massive headaches. Ugh. But I'd be playing Tetris by the light of like streetlights. I'd be near the, the window. <laughs> like, just like, oh God, just I hope. All this trauma on yourself. Yeah. Dumb, dumb kid. But I loved it. It's time for some random Tetris questions. Yeah, and we can all it. just deal with we it. We can all just deal with this it. This is just Tetris a straight up little quiz that I wanted to make because it has a lot of fact. Tetris, a lot of interesting tidbits around this game. Yeah. yeah. So I thought I'd just ask you some facts yeah, about it. If, if somebody was like, this video game made me kill people, it's Tetris. Yeah. I think Tetris is the game that made them fucking Or if somebody's mind. like, this video game made me stop killing people, I'm it's like, Tetris. that's Tetris. 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 That's Tetris. Just, it's all connected. Keith, number one, how many platforms has Tetris been ported to? 30 more than 30 oh yeah i mean how many fucking defunct handheld fucking arcade systems are there everybody computer systems Uh, 50 over 65 ported wow like that includes like linux and mac and windows and 64 and sega genesis and sega class okay and again holds the record for the most ported video game in the history of video games fucking nuts Number two, how many points is a single line clear worth in Tetris? Oh, I have no idea how the point system works. It's all just like... The points level out at 999999. So a lot of world records now are about... A thousand? Who can get there the fastest. It's only worth a hundred. Damn. Yeah. Ugh. But like the points will increase over time depending yeah. on like how you... How many rows yeah, and, and like the speed. and shit like that. When you clear four lines at a time, what is it called? Uh, so if you get that long block and drop it a in. A Tofurky. I don't know. <laughs> it's called a Tetris. Oh, is that what it's called? Yeah. Is that what Tetris... Is this what it's the actual name of Tetris? Like, what is Tetris? Well, Keith... All right, is this the next number question? Number four. Where does the name Tetris come from? Um, I'm... Part of it makes sense, like, in terms of uh, just where words come from, and part of it is just like, w- really? What is it? Uh, 
Well, tetra means four. A tetra, uh, yeah. tetramino is a four, uh, okay. a four tiled shape. And then the developer Alexi's favorite uh, sport was tennis, so he just put the end of tennis. It's Tetris. See, that makes no sense. See, like this is such a like. Uh, if somebody was pitching me a great fucking idea, and ninety nine percent of it was amazing, and then he says something like that, I'd be like, all right, I don't trust you anymore. Yeah. I'd be like, I don't think you understand how naming things works. It was like, did you accidentally just do so good at the piano, but you have no idea how to play the piano? Yes. <laughs> you just happened into the greatest invention of all time. Wow. That's cool. Number five. How many copies of Tetris were sold for the Game Boy alone? Was it 200 million? No, that was no, uh, So that's for way consoles. too many Game Boys. Yeah. Um, Again, like... 20 million? 35 million copies for the Game Boy alone. That's so much Everybody in California decided to go fucking buy a Game Boy in Tetris. It was insane. Same exact thing. Number six, in 1993, Tetris became the first ever video game to be played where? The first video game to be played in... So I did Russia. Is it like uh, South Africa? Space. Oh, the first video game to ever be played in space aboard the uh, the, the the Mir satellite or the Mir space station. I don't know. Interesting. Refer to it. Was in the Russian. Was a Russian dude or an American? It was a Russian. Dude. A Russian dude. Yep. Yeah. He was like, I brought a Game Boy up. Let's do this. Fuck. Yeah. Pretty good. Number seven. Studies have shown that playing Tetris can be effective an effective tool for treating which mental illness? Alzheimer's, dementia. I wouldn't be surprised if that was also true, but oh. those are considered uh, physical illnesses. Oh, I was thinking of mental deterioration. Yeah, mental deterioration. Um, Even though I get the, I kind of feel like most of the mental illness we talk about is also physical illness and people don't realize the classification is No, yeah. (laughs) I mean, most mental health to me is just, it's actual physical things that are happening Happening to the same person. It's making you go crazy. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And people treat it like, no, you're just like weak-willed. No, that is not correct. What would have been important for, let's say, Americans to study? Because they're like, man, we keep we cre- we keep creating conditions where people suffer from this, but we don't want to address the conditions we're creating. Is it? I mean, I want to say depression. I want to say these things is not it. Like, it's not it. Do you want me to tell you? Sure. Post traumatic stress disorder. Well, that's like that's just video games. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. That's all. That's all where my brain went. Where it's like it could be. It could be anything. It could be fucking anything. Because I'm sure by this point they have studies that are like it does help anxiety and depression. But they found that with PTSD. So here's what happens. It's like it does, I have a video game podcast. I could have fucking told you the reason why we all play yeah. fucking video games. <laughs> they they give Tetris now to some patients right after their traumatic experience. Right. Because what PTSD does is it locks in trauma mm-hmm. and has you reliving it. It basically right. is like you will rethink about it, you You're will mull it over yeah. until it is stuck in your brain forever. Right. And what Tetris does is it utilizes the same part of the brain that is busy making those neurological pathways to mm-hmm. cement the images mm-hmm. and replaces it with, no, you have to focus on these shapes. And so it makes it much harder for trauma to become post-traumatic stress because it doesn't let you lock the trauma in as effectively as just sitting in it would. I mean, we're we're the wrong people to discuss this, and even if Caroline was discussing this with us, I don't even think she would know. But isn't that just all fandom is? Kind of. If just, like, I'm depressed, I have post-traumatic stress syndrome, 
cloud is Final Fantasy VII is yeah. my everything. Yeah. This we is we my, lock like, on to we these just things. lock on to these things. The difference in this study is that it's not a distraction. It's used right after to be like, we're not going to let your brain formulate the this the the foundation for PTSD. And like we literally, my brain is. Dun, 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 I'm not even listening. Yep. All right. Number eight. What is the Tetris effect? Uh, it's when you think you own something and then you go to a meeting <laughs> and realize you don't own. It's when you try to steal intellectual property intellectual from the property, Soviet the Union. It's like the scare. Those are the scariest words I can yeah. think of. <laughs> if somebody says intellectual property rights and then mentions Russia, Stole and Russia. I'm just like, I'm out. I'm <laughs> I don't want to know. I, I are mean, the North Koreans busy? I'd love to yeah, talk like, to them instead. To... I'm out. Tetris the... effect is, I don't know, something about falling. Uh, it is when you close your eyes and you can still see the shapes. See, this is a weird. I know because this it's is a with, weird quiz. The quiz from like it'll heal you to it'll fucking haunt you. Yes. I'm like what? <laughs> it'll chase you. Tetris should be called It you. Follows. Fuck that. Number nine. How many copies of Sega's Tetris currently exist? How many? They like they haven't been bought yet. They just copies oh, in the just world out there. Fifty million. Ten. Oh. So Sega made. They were like, we have Tetris ready to go for the consoles, and then. Nintendo was like, we own everything. And they're like, wait, what? They so just have 10, we just, we 10 just million have these, copies? No, 10 copies. Oh, just 10, sorry. 10, like we had 10 prototype copies. <sighs> and now we're just like, we we have to not manufacture this game we spent this much time and money on. Man, Nintendo is fascinating. I don't knock them for most things. But they it, sue everybody. Nintendo was a very different public image yes. in the 80s 90s compared to what it is now but hearing about it totally makes sense now yeah. of just like everybody was making rip-off video games everyone it was the wild west of video games and they're like we're gonna fucking sue everyone listen they were also making rip-off video right. games they just happened to talk their way into the deal the other thing was they had already made all those copies for game boy before they got the okay <laughs> So they're fucking <laughs> they're fucking lucky because they were sitting on a ton of stuff. Oh boy! It was Send either in the Dutch guy. It was either they had the copies made for Game Boy or they had a bunch more in NES that they were willing to ship. But it was like fucking. They didn't tell them at the time like we've already made this product. Please say yes. Crazy. And Keith, number ten. In what year did the Tetris shapes finally get a standardized color system? Nineteen ninety three. Two thousand two. Wait, what? It took until two thousand two. For Alexi to step in and go, okay, that one's here's green. the color scheme. Yeah, that one's blue. That oh, one's yellow. Oh, I thought you were like, they're colors now. No, I was like, no, I no. thought that was like early. No, but it's, yeah, it got standardized 19 years ago. That, he eventually got around to it. He did. I, I can't imagine what's like going through your 30s and 40s and that 50 being like, I should do some work. I mean, this <laughs> this guy was working for a governmental agency that took, he was. that took ownership of his of his yeah. property and then sold it for decades. And when he became the head of the Tetris company in now Russia, right, he put them out of business. That had to become a privatized company. Yeah. And he like bought and sold their ass. It was just like, I own everything. I mean, that's... So he got his. At least that's like the thing with America is if you work for the government and you come up with something, they will pay you to go away. Yeah. Like, they're like, you don't get to own it. We own it. But here's... Get out of our face. Here's $20 million to just go away forever and never bother us. Yeah. (laughs) 
It's a weird, it's really weird, weird existence, this world. This has been some random Tetris questions. You can all just deal with it. Keith, yeah. I've also got a final five for okay, you what, to put things out. What, what do you want to talk about? I don't... This game... Where do you put it in terms of, like, importance of video games? I... The... the Candy Crush and all this shit wouldn't exist without Tetris. Nope. All these little things wouldn't exist without Tetris. I don't think that Pokemon would exist without Tetris. I don't think that most Game Boy games, handheld gaming, would exist without Tetris. I don't think Game Boy would have been as popular as it was no. if they didn't have Tetris. I'm saying they would have made Game Boy, but it would have been like, eh, it's kind of just like not that great. Yeah, but somebody's like, Do you, could you imagine how many Kirby's would have sold, yeah. Jesse? <laughs> they had Kirby and that was basically their thing. Um, another game that I played on the Game Boy, ton. I loved it. I think that in terms of importance, this is a top 10 video game of all time. Yeah, clearly. I think that... What is the most important? Is it, it might Mario? be Pong or it might be Mario. I think Mario. I, I think Mario makes the jump from... Because Pong is like, oh shit, this is a video game. Video games can be fun. Right. And then Pong is... Or, and then Mario is like, no. Video games can be wildly addictive and fun and marketable yeah it's uh it's uh all the white boys playing basketball and then wilt chamberlain stepped on the yeah. court and you're like and oh like, this is basketball oh that's that's, that's you can you can actually play the okay, game never mind you can actually play the game i see i understand <laughs> okay, now I get it now we were wrong we we're wrong uh, our mistake <laughs> yeah and that's kind of what this is is like it just opens a bunch of doors that weren't there before it's a right. different kind of thinking mm-hmm. And yeah, it's a massively important game historically. It's a huge step forward. God, Tetris. I get so bored and intrigued while hearing that name. Yeah. Is it, are you the same of just like, I don't know what it is. If people are like, is Tetris a great game? I'm going to say, oh, 100%. And like, do you want to play? I'm like, nah. No, I, people are like, is Tetris a great game? And I'll be like, for 10 minutes. Yeah. Until you realize that you can't leave. It's like this. <laughs> yeah. It's like I'm. It's what you do on the subway. That's exactly. like the best way to. Say it. It's just what you do on your iPhone for five, ten it minutes, is, uh, fifteen minutes. It's when you see a kid playing Angry Birds. You're like, I remember the first Angry Bird was right. was a straight line because yeah. it hits me. Of this is cool. This is great. You can easily become addicted. Yes. It's like this thing where I almost want to like smack it out of their hands. Yeah. Or whatever the fuck. You're like, this is dangerous. As a person who played World of Warcraft, I'm like, get this out of your hand. You're just gambling. You're gambling without money. Get it out of yes. your hand. <laughs> yeah. Get out of town. Keith, here's your final five. You Let's ready? Number one, what is the best shape? Not even Tetris. Just what's the best shape? Mm, an octagon. Because, bitch, I ain't stopping. <laughs> That makes it the is best. That, You're like, I ain't stopping. I ain't stopping. I know you're a stop sign. Uh, I think Octagon. It's probably my favorite. I mean, it's like, I don't remember most of the names. D- for describe the one for me, because they're all just like Pentagon, Hexagon. Uh, <laughs> I get it. Like MS paint shapes you make when you're fucking. Oh, eight. yeah. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know the name for any of these. You just make a bunch of lines, connect them into a shape, and then right. fill in the. Uh, fill the, in the thing. Yeah, now just, it's just black. Like color now this one's red or whatever, but I'd say Octagon. Yeah. It's like Octagon. Keith, what's the most addicting game you've ever played? Okay, so like. That's where I think there needs to be discussion of like, is the game addictive? Or what you, or, or am so- I running from my past? No, or yes, but like, or is the social ask like World of Warcraft? I played a shit ton, ah. and so is it? I'm addicted to the game, or am I addicted to like 
some other thing. Yeah, to talking to people, to hanging out. I think- Destiny might be up there. Yeah. Destiny, like, is a game that I played and only got to an eight of enjoyment yeah but like was i feel Would like play for hundreds of hours i felt like i was addicted to playing that game with you and mike and stuff like that that game the grind of it i was like this isn't fun i love it right <laughs> you just you feel like a fucking superhero yeah first person shooter game for was no very, fucking reason i thought that was very addictive um overwatch can become a di- first pl- for if you begin if you get a first person shooter games there's like a flow state to them so those become addictive but just flat out gameplay and like this game is like oh my god it can play this by myself without yeah. people and it's addictive um man that's you, really fucking hard you haven't said the game i thought you would say immediately what did you think world of warcraft no because that's what i was bringing up of like yeah, just you play that because there's a guild yeah people rely on you you have to be on because it's like we need a healer or yeah. we need a tank like so there's that aspect of it and there's just a game that we sit down to play playstation or whatever and i'm like Oh, I can't turn this off. Yeah. Grand Theft Auto. That's fair. I think that's... Uh, Grand Theft Auto is a game that's just like, there's just too much to do. It's 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 great. Number three, which handheld game did you play the most? Doesn't have to be Game Boy, just any handheld thing. I don't think I've ever gotten to handheld video games. Really? Yeah, I just... I'm, I just... My... I. My parents never brought me anywhere. Yeah. So I would just play my, I could play my NES or my Sega. So why the fuck would I play a Game Boy? And we had like a Game Boy. Yeah. But I would never, my parents bought a Game Boy like when it was like, you know, when you're like, you're younger, you have like family, like you just buy whatever's cool. Right. And you just have it or whatever. And they were still young enough that they're like, we might even like, like I told people, my dad had leisure suit. My dad didn't like seek out leisure suit Larry. Yeah. It's like my dad's friend gave him leisure suit Larry. So I'm like, oh, you were playing like, computer games what like a, you were doing stuff what a fun way to find out that your dad's friend is having an affair well that's <laughs> my because my brother told me he's like yeah dad had leisure suit larry i remember because i wasn't old enough he's like i remember him getting yelled at by my mom being like what the fuck is this you're yeah. around like banging women in a computer game or like yeah. and he's like no nah, i don't i don't <laughs> it's like weird caught thing <laughs> that's so fucking funny um but i think when I moved to um, New York, I got really into uh, Pandemic or whatever it's called. Oh, yeah. Where you like have to create your the own. Create your own virus. Create your own virus. In retrospect, I, man. I, I, create, <laughs> I played Angry Birds, the free version, for a split second. That yeah. was kind of addictive. But yeah, I've never jumped into like a handheld for Game Boy or anything. Like That's that. fair. Number oh, f- sorry. What? PSP. Yeah, that, that counts. Yeah, sorry. There was like a year where I had a PSP. I worked at GameStop a long time ago, and I remember I got a used copy. But I remember getting the PSP because of Crisis Core. Okay. I wanted to play yeah. the new Final Fantasy VII game. And I don't even think I finished it. But it was like, <laughs> it was still fun. I'll count that. Number four, what video game song is the biggest earworm? Because we haven't really talked about it. stick with your head? Yeah, because the Tetris song it just stays with you. Tetris is definitely... Everyone knows the Tetris song. Yeah. Tetris stays with you. Oh, gosh. Um, Tetris stays with me. A lot of Zelda songs stay with me. They don't go away. It's always Nintendo songs. Always. Nintendo just fucking repeats those sounds. There's one that's always like... Because Earworm to me isn't just like, oh, I remember it. It's like, I can't get it the fuck out of my head. Yeah. And there's one for a Nintendo game. Let's hear it. Bubble Bobble. 
Oh, Bubble Bobble. Yeah. No, I dated a girl who played Bubble Bobble all the time. And yeah. I like, I've, I've, I've completely, I think if I heard it again, I'd have nightmares. Yeah. But I think it's completely blanked from my memory right now. But I'm like, I don't want to know Good. what that song is. Wipe it out. Uh, Keep it away. But, uh, uh, Zelda, Ocarina of Time, Forest Song. Yeah. That song sticks in my head. I don't hate it. I just It's going to stay in my head. And Keith, number five, completely unrelated to anything. What is the best non-Buffalo flavor of wing? Oh, shit. Yeah. So not Buffalo sauce is what you're saying. Yep. It's a toss-up teriyaki or yeah i think it's teriyaki or barbecue okay but those are too similar they're too similar yeah but i'm not gonna say it's like lemon pepper but i don't think lemon pepper is better than teriyaki yeah but i know a lot of people would disagree with me but i'm like it's lemon pepper but you gotta put the hot sauce on it yeah once the hot sauce on it i don't consider it lemon you Pepper. consider it a form of buffalo. Yeah, it's a buffalo sauce yeah. at that point. That's what I'm saying. It's like it has to be pure. It's like this teriyaki. Yeah. This is barbecue or whatever. Jamaican jerk? I don't I don't think I'm a Jamaican jerk kind of guy. Okay. Even though I respect it and I'll have a little bit of it, I don't have an inclination to get like Yeah. Jerk chicken. Jerk chicken. Yeah. It's not a, I'm not a fan. It's just hot. Yeah. It's hot and there's not enough flavor for me gotcha does that make sense yeah i think so um and that's why sadly like i mean what are the other flavors um i'm going through my head right now i like there this is like one that i love but it could be argued buffalo honey hot wings oh yeah those are good i'm a big fan of those it's like the hot and this is like barbecue to me is gonna be like a little bit of hot a little bit of sweet and that's why i'm like yeah so like a honey or this but it has to have a little heat to it and teriyaki to me is enough to be different from those. God, now I fucking want teriyaki. Sienna teriyaki. There you go. All right. Um, I don't know. Do we have any final thoughts on Tetris? I mean, it's a huge fucking game. Do any of you listening have final thoughts on Tetris? What do you guys think about what do Tetris? You, mail us in mail us by in. letter. By letter. We'll totally read it uh, <laughs> about Tetris. Um, no, it's a game that stands the test of time. Everyone's clearly playing it. Yeah. Uh, Tetris is really just a way for them to listen to all of us Americans and what we're doing. Yep. Uh, there was no actual Tetris <laughs> game. It's all fake. It's all mind control. It's all, it's all KGB. Uh, uh, we're terrified of Vladimir Putin. I'm, honestly, this story should just make you laugh of like how much the USSR didn't have its shit together. Yeah. It really should just like in this weird kind of hilarious kind of way because yeah. we weren't born yet but at that time it was like russia's like we have a thousand nukes and yes. america's like we have two thousand nukes and then russia's like we have three thousand nukes meanwhile they can't even figure out what the fuck tetris is and it just got stolen from them because they don't like take it seriously yeah or there's too many holes or whatever the fuck and if you're like haha stupid soviet union we're living in the second we're version living, of it. No, we're, we're living in the right now. It's still going on. But I would say even <laughs> now, America would not even let this shit, like, no. Like, well, America's too profit the driven. most, like, we, we need our money. We have other problems that arise from being way too profit-driven. Right. I'm just talking in terms of a whole country was literally bluffing for two decades on yes. everything. Yes. <laughs> so are we. So are anyway, we. Anyway, <laughs> reminder to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at New Player Pod. Race reviews five stars every to listen to this podcast. And otherwise, let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. Keith, Jesse, this is New Player Join. Goodbye. Bye.
whenever you get a high score, the only name you can enter is Czar. Whatever it is. <laughs>